when the truth is now treason, a podcast that annihilates the lies but defends justice and truth, particularly the truth. Today we're talking about an incident that happened within five miles of where we live, but ended up on the news internationally. And we're going to cover the facts the mainstream media left out, and it changes the story entirely. I am Lennox. And I'm Dietrich. Hey, we know that most of you in Ohio heard this news, and many of you outside of Ohio probably heard it as well. There was a school bus accident in the school district that we live in, and it's happened in Clark County in Ohio. We live in a a rural area, and the school district is called Northwestern School District. Here in our area, a man was driving an SUV, and he went left of center at a curve in the road, and there was a school bus coming the other way. The school bus tried to swerve to avoid the accident, and it turned over on its side off of the road, and there was still a collision, though, between the vehicles. I guess the SUV was demolished. Yeah, unfortunately, as a result of the accident, one 11-year-old boy named Aiden Clark, died as a result of being thrown out of the bus. There were over 20 children who were taken to Dayton Children's Hospital for a variety of injuries, including one child who had life-threatening injuries. Now, this happened on the first day of school for the district. So what should have been a joyous occasion of kids seeing their friends and they had not seen for months instead became a literal nightmare. A nightmare for the kids, a nightmare for the parents, a nightmare for the school district. What makes this even worse is that it didn't have to happen. In fact, it should not have happened. The story was covered on ABC, NBC, CBS, CNN, Newsweek, and even by The Independent, which is a British newspaper. It was on the local news. It was on all the newspapers throughout the state of Ohio. Almost everyone covered it. It was easily the story of the week in Ohio. But what's amazing is that with all the different organizations covering it, they all somehow missed something. The driver of the SUV that caused the accident, his name is Hermanio Joseph. He is 35 years old. He did not have a valid license. And he, as well as his passenger, were taken to a local hospital for minor injuries. These facts were all covered by the news outlets. But every single news outlet that we have named neglected to mention that Hermanio Joseph is an illegal alien. Yeah, Hermanio Joseph is not here legally. Now, here's a quote from Breitbart. The only news outlet that we could find that would cover the fact that Hermanio Joseph is an illegal alien. This is what it says. ICE, an Immigration and Customs Enforcement spokesman, confirmed to Breitbart News that Hermanio is a citizen of Haiti and had arrived at the U.S.-Mexico border in August of 2022. From there, the Department of Homeland Security issued Joseph a notice to appear in federal immigration court and released him into the U.S. interior where he ultimately ended up in Ohio. National Immigration Center for Enforcement, we just abbreviate it and say NICE, the NICE advisory board member, John Fabricator, told Breitbart News that President Joe Biden's expansive catch-and-release network at the border is ultimately responsible. He says this, 
the Biden administration's welcome and release. He calls it welcome and release. It's actually called catch and release. But welcome and release would be more uh, specific. (laughs) To what's going on. But his agenda continues to put our communities at risk, Fabric Couture says. He's a senior ICE official. And he goes on to say their goal is to let in as many poorly vetted illegal aliens as possible, often without proper GPS tracking or scheduled court appearances. When will this administration put public safety first or is mass migration more important? End quote. So just to add to what this guy said, on day one, Joe Biden implemented or re-implemented the catch and release program that gives these people that are crossing the southern border a notice to appear or a court date. And Trump had gotten rid of this because it wasn't working. And Trump implemented the Remain in Mexico, where they would vet these children or these people coming through the southern border to see if their asylum claim, which means they're running for their lives, was legit. And the statistic for it being legit is very small. It's, it's something like 10% or less of these claims are really legitimate. Trump would reunite these children or these people back to their original countries. Biden undid that on day one. And if you look at the chart, the numbers of apprehensions were going down after Trump won his Supreme Court case against the Democrats fighting to build this wall. But once Biden took over, the numbers start skyrocketing. Yeah, Hermanio Joseph was not here legally. He had no business here. He definitely had no business driving in this nation since he had not been trained on traffic laws in this nation. Aiden Clark, an 11-year-old boy who is described by his parents as inquisitive and loved sports, is now no longer alive because of Joe Biden's massive failure of a policy fabricator called Welcome and Release. Yeah, a family is grieving something no family should ever have to because Joe Biden couldn't care less about Aiden Clark. The facts are that when a nation is really run by weak leaders such as what we're seeing, the people of that nation will suffer. And this nation has suffered. Let's be honest. Aiden Clark and his family are not the only ones who have suffered. Just Google crimes committed by illegal aliens. The list never stops. Joe doesn't care because he'll never pay the price. The Secret Service will take care of his family or consider the 70,000 people that die annually from fentanyl. Fentanyl, which crosses our southern border and no one's paying attention. 70,000 people die every year because of fentanyl. If we had a government who cared about its citizens as much as it cared about getting illegal aliens across the line, imagine the countless families who would still be whole in the United States. Problem is, is that Joe Biden isn't the whole problem. It's the Democrat Party who's allowing and encouraging this to happen. Mainly because that's one of the goals of the WEF by 2030. (laughs) I call them WEF puppets. (laughs) (laughs) But anyway, Springfield is the county seat of Clark County in Ohio. Springfield has been a city on the decline for decades. It's a large chunk of it. The blame falls directly on the leaders of Springfield. They do not really try to affiliate with a political party, but almost every decision they make lines up with what the left would do. And this is what the Springfield Sun News, it's their local newspaper, had to say in an article regarding the problem of illegal immigrants in Springfield. It says, 
thousands of Haitian immigrants have come to Springfield, many in the last five years. Estimates have widely varied from 5,000 immigrants to as many as 10,000. Now we're going to pause there. Now, keep in mind, Springfield is a city of 58,000 people. So you're talking about an increase of up to about 17%, and that is staggering. Now, this is, again, terrible management by the city. This is why Springfield is dying. When the citizens of your city mean nothing to you, and it's obvious with policies like this, the good citizens, they're going to leave. The Springfield News Sun, which is a journalistic joke, lied when it came to the period of time these illegals have come here. I'm going to direct you to another article on the Haitian crisis in Springfield. And again, this is by the Springfield Sun News. It says this, and I quote, Data from 2018 showed that only three Creole-speaking pediatric patients received services from Rocking Horse. Rocking Horse is a nonprofit medical service in Springfield over the entire year. So that's in 2018. But in 2022, more than 400 Haitian pediatric patients received care. In 2018, the total cost of translation services for Rocking Horse was $4,000. The costs so far this year are $344,000. So here they're trying to pin this on Trump because Trump was president until 2020. When if you look at the data of these nonprofits and the amount of money that's being spent on these refugees or illegals coming across our border and into our communities, you can see the money that's being spent has just significantly risen. It's skyrocketed now. But let's try to pin some of the blame on Trump. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Again, liberals are lying and they're lying so much they can't keep track of what their lies are. I mean, this is a Biden, strictly a Biden and a Democrat created problem through and through. And going back to this article, it goes on to say, the city manager, Brian Hack, he says this, we are not officially declared a sanctuary city. We have never passed any legislation that says that. Now, let's be clear. There should never be any sanctuary cities in our country because that's defying federal law. So we're going to pause on the article there. Okay, Mr. Heck. Now, you may not have declared yourself a sanctuary city, but you're sure acting like one. So in reality, what's the difference? There is none. He goes on in the article to state that it's a federal situation. Now, I'll agree, but what are you doing to fight it? The fact of the matter is he's not fighting. Listen to what he said next. He said, and I quote, we have not received any state or federal dollars for any immigrant who has come into our community. <laughs> sure. This is hilarious. We didn't get any money. I mean, there is no doubt that the city of Springfield is receiving money from the federal and maybe even the state government. We have all of these sources listed in the podcast episode description. Politico, ABC, and NewsNationNow.com. All liberal sources, which we don't really want you to read, but, <laughs> but we're using them because that's always the argument of the left saying if you use a conservative source, it's not legit. So we're using some liberal sources and they're confirming that the federal government is paying these cities to take in illegal aliens. Now in the Breitbart article, it was mentioned that a citizen at the city council meeting stated that two more accidents involving fatalities from Haitian illegals had occurred since the Bucks accident. Breitbart did not confirm that, and we were not able to either. But what we can tell you from personal experience driving in Springfield 
is that we were almost in an accident with somebody who looked of Haitian descent because they were driving the wrong way down a one-way street. This is an issue. You know, I have to ask you, Springfield, how many dead people are acceptable to you for the amount of money you got from Sleepy Joe? Evidently, you consider my wife and I expendable because it almost happened. Your tax dollars are paying to house, feed, medically treat, and whatever else to people who have no business being here. Huh, wonder if that has anything to do with inflation. <laughs> we want to make something very clear here. We are not anti-immigration. We are both products of immigrants. What we are against is a nation without borders, because a nation without borders is not a nation. And we want immigrants to come over no matter where from, but we do want to know who is coming over and to know that they are being vetted. Yeah, we want to know they will help our nation to be better instead of someone who flaunts laws and as a result kills people. We want legal and controlled immigration. We are against a regime that thinks it's acceptable to just let anybody over and that we should just accept this no matter what, no matter how much danger it puts your family in, no matter how much you have to pay to take care of their basic needs, no matter the cost, you must pay it. Crime is up a result? Doesn't matter. You must pay the cost because Joe says... It's an acceptable cost. The life of Aiden Clark is an acceptable cost to Joe to help fulfill his dream of millions of new Democrat voters. And this is not acceptable. I think we all know it. Ask the parents of Aiden Clark. See if they think it's acceptable. Put yourself in their shoes. Would you think sacrificing the life of your child on the altar of political expediency is acceptable? I don't think so. And neither do Aiden Clark's parents. Until, Until next, next time, time, my fellow traders. traders.